Great American Conversations. Great American Conversations. Great American Conversations. Great American Conversations. It's Great American Welcome home, everyone. This is Great American Conversations. I'm Corinne. I'm Bissy. And I'm Krista. And we have gathered here today to discuss uh, Romance at the Vineyard, which was the new Great American Family release two weeks ago now, mm-hmm. and starring Susie Abermite and Tim Ross. And we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie, very summery. It was a Great American production. Right. Like actually theirs, right? I think they worked with the Steve Jaggy company, um, which they've done a couple other movies with. Yeah, and we've been waiting for Susie Abermite to yes. do another movie. Right. Because we liked Hot Cocoa Christmas, which used to be Much Ado About Christmas, uh-huh. which she did their first Christmas season. And right. then, yeah, had posted, I think, over a year ago that she was down in Australia filming, and then they didn't release her movie. I thought they would do it this year for spring. Um but yeah, so it finally came out as a summer. Woo! Yeah, and it was cute. The scenes were beautiful. It was. Oh, and it was interesting to me that it was written by um, Ansley Gordon, who starred in the Abigail Mysteries. Right. She had written both of those. Yes. So she's cool. got a nice little in with Great American Family there. Yeah, I liked her. So we're going to spend some time discussing that. We'll do our usual games in the middle, and then we'll start with some current news. So let's get into that. It's mostly current, debatably newsworthy. It's your great American current news. Here's Bissy. Woohoo! Happy to be here. Uh, so, a couple news items uh, currently. Uh, first off, they uh, Great American Family just posted uh, that they're releasing seven fall movies yes. for their Great oh American goodness. Autumn. Get me a pumpkin spice latte. For the autumn. (laughs) They really said that. Yes, it's going to start September 2nd. And then I think every weekend through whatever, seven weeks after that would be. I think it runs them right into their Christmas uh, releases, which start in October, right? So um, I'm excited for it. So almost one movie a week for like the rest of the year, basically. Oh, I think that, yeah. I think that is what they had published not too long ago. Yeah. Um, But... The, the fall lineup has um, Dana Kamakiller dancing movie, which we talked about. It's going to have Gleb. Um, Swing from, into romance, right? Or yes. Something like that. From Dancing with the Stars. And um, there's one that has Camila Bell, um, who I think you knew from some other movie. That's possible. Show. I am not 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also saw that they have one that has Merritt Patterson. And I know she's doing a couple of their... Christmas ones this year. I think she's doing one with Trevor Donovan. She was also in one of their first Christmas movies, right? Yeah. Jingle Bell Princess. Right, with Trevor. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they're doing one. They're doing a Christmas one this year. I think it's called something like, at least right now, um, the text after Christmas or the text before Christmas or something. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. But and then she's a surprise get for to me for Great American Family because some of the stuff that she's done has been a little bit sketch. Yeah. So I think she's an interesting star for them to acquire. Huh. I'm excited. Like I think she's a quality actress. So yeah. Obviously it's fun, but 
So you mean just some of her other projects? Yeah, like some of the other movies and shows that she's been in and the role she's had That's funny. have not been necessarily aligned with what I perceive to be great American families' uh-huh. like promoted values. So See, I don't think I've seen her in anything except for... I'll let all of you guys do the yeah. research on that <laughs> without going too much into it. But And then, and yeah, they fun. have um, Trevor and Jessica are in one again. Yeah. And this noted that they played love interest in 90210. Oh, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Yes, they totally did. Wait, no, didn't I, did I not send that to you guys? There was like a fan made video of the two of them when this movie was announced. It was a while ago that I saw it. I thought I had sent it to you guys. I must have forgotten. Yeah, I didn't know that. Too funny. And then they also have one called Mystery by the Book. Which I'm wondering if it'll have a little mystery element. Their description of it doesn't highlight a ton of mystery to it, but it says that it unlocks their romance. People love the mystery ones. Yeah. I feel like that's a good avenue for them to continue down. Yeah, but then one of the most, uh, I don't know, impactful and ones that they announced in their lineup is with Jodie Sweetin. Yes. So that was a big news. September 16th, Jody joins the great American family. (laughs) Welcome to the family, Jody. She's happy to be here. (laughs) She, for those who don't know, had, yeah, I think has been like publicly against great American family and their traditional values. Right. Um, Definitely stands counter to what Candace stands for. And so I think it's really hilarious that. Great American Family bought her movie, and she even uh, released a statement yesterday that she was disappointed that they uh, got her movie, and and says that some of her whatever she earns from it is going to go towards supporting um, other causes. But yeah, and we said we were surprised she even could speak about it because of right. the strike. Yeah, right. that was interesting to me. I wonder if she got in trouble for that because. That's Aren't they not I supposed said. to talk about movies at all? So I don't know. Or maybe come back yeah, to bite her. Are they yeah. just not supposed to promote them? And so since she wasn't promoting it, I well, don't. you know what they say about publicity. So. <laughs> yeah, publicity it's is super funny, and you know, yeah, she's joining her full house family over there with Andrew and Candace. But yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's just hilarious. But they make a crafts. She owns a craft store in it. And maybe she feels like she has to say something because for some reason she'd she take either, heat if she didn't. Yeah, yeah. you know. But or maybe it's, it's all just, a publicity thing. Like, and what does she think her fan base is? Full House fans? I mean, you really think that they're going to... I don't know. It's just yeah. interesting. You wonder... Yeah, come at her with a lot of... Where her material. mind... Does she really think that she's got a group, like her support as far as fans and her money-making platform is not going to be fed by people who are, like, anti-traditional values. Right. For the most part. It's interesting. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't care. She just thinks that it's right and so is going to stand for what she believes is correct. Yeah. Which I guess in that aspect, I I actually can respect that. If If you're going to take a strong stand where she's coming from. Take it. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of all I had for uh, this episode. But excited for the fall to start. Yes. We, we still have a couple more summer movies to close out. I think we have like two or three more coming in August here. But yeah. So with the vision of colorful leaves and yes. hot apple cider and a warm blanket in our minds. Can't wait for it to cool down. Move into our games. 
It's trivia time. And Chris is hosting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when you're bad enough at trivia, eventually you get to make the game yourself. So you hey. don't have to compete and lose. <laughs> All right. I don't so, know. We were pretty much tied last week. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just we'll, saying. We'll say that. So today we've got some super... And actually, I, super, before we move past that, because I feel like we need to note, actually, we were tied last week. Because in all honesty, you started the verse answer on that first question that you and Rachel ended up splitting the points for. So you did get two points from that. Thank you. And then later I got two points for answering I've, without multiple. I felt the so. same way. I felt like I should have had two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so just saying. Okay, well, go yes. ahead. Props where props are due. <laughs> um, so for trivia, as per usual, your name is your buzzer. You will get two points if you answer without the multiple choice options. One point if you answer correctly with the multiple choice are you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We All are right. ready. In the movie, Romance in the Vineyard. <laughs> What's the main character? It started strong. <laughs> Allie. Allie. <laughs> Ironically, this question is about names. Allie's Allie. family. You're Can right. Win? Big Al. Big her Al, family was yeah. very you important to, to her. What was her grandfather's name? Oh, my goodness. What did they call him? Bissy. Oh. I, I'll still make a guess. Papa Mercado. <laughs> Good guess. That is incorrect. I'm going to need multiple choice. I have no idea. All right. The multiple choice options are Nico, Marco, Franco, and James. Kren. I'm going with Marco. Marco is incorrect. Can I hear the options again? Nico, Marco, Franco, and James. Um, I'll guess Franco. Franco is correct. Correct. Woo-hoo! Yes, and for the record, when Franco I initially Marcado. when I had written the question, I wrote what was Papa's name. So you had uh, Papa. Interesting. You had the Papa part down. All right, one point for Bissy on the board. Ooh. Question number two. Franco. Part of the plot involved that one of the wines was ruined. Mm-hmm. Which wine? Corinne. Was Pino it? Noir. Is correct. It. Very good. There is a bonus point on the table. Bonus point, Sorry. if you remember, the year on the barrel of the ruined wine. This was a visual thing. It was never it. stated. They just showed the barrel several times. Cren, 2019. That is incorrect. Bissy, 2018. That is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a bonus point. 1985. So Cren, uh, 2020. The correct answer was 2008. 2008. Oh, okay. oh I forgot this was an older movie. But that was just a bonus point. So, Corinne, oh, on the board was, was two filmed. It was like two points. years ago. Well, but still. Yes, you know, it was Usually at Vineyards, wines are like... Uh, and I think at one point, years. Franco talked about, like, oh, we made this... We made this wine 13 years ago. And I was doing the math in my head, and I was like, 2023, 2008. It, it didn't add up, but they had made the movie yeah. <laughs> before. So. Just a few years earlier. Yes, I'm a math teacher, so I know how to do that kind of math. That's in my head. right. <laughs> All right, two to one. Kryn is leading by one point. Question number three: A major component of the plot was that they created a wine blend. Yes. Name two of the wines in the blend. Bissy, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir is technically incorrect. A Kryn. I honestly am just guessing. <laughs> is it a Cab and? Um, a Pinot. A Pinot, yeah. yeah. Also incorrect. Busy, a Chardonnay and a Pinot. <laughs> okay, that I feel should be acceptable. Correct. It was yeah. a Pinot Grigio. Uh, I don't know if that's different than a Pinot Noir, because I don't, because I don't no, drink one. She can totally but get that. Yes, 
So there were four wines. There was no cab in there? There was no cab in they the They were blend. all whites, right? It was a Sab, oh. a Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay, and Riesling oh. were the four that they mentioned. I thought there were six. There were two that were repeated. Oh. Are you talking about the I whole... I didn't catch that. The yeah. One part this, two part this, and a top part Yes. Two were repeats. And oh, I think I Chardonnay was one of the repeats. You know, it might have been Chardonnay and Pinot that repeated, which is why you remembered them. All right. Bissy on the board with two more points. So we are now at three to two. Did she get two points for that? Well, she didn't have any multiple choice. Got it. You just kind of said. Well. Almost right. (laughs) But, you know, um, it's fine. Because I'm not sure if her first answer was technically correct. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. That's true. Wait, what is the difference between a Pinot Noir? I have absolutely no idea. Question three. Question four is what I meant. What did Greg recommend putting on the label of the special blend bottle? Oh, my goodness. Um, Bissy anniversary blend. Oh, nice. Um, I'm not correct. <laughs> I don't know. Limited edition anniversary blend. No. <laughs> are, how many guesses are we doing before we go to multiple choice? Is it unlimited? As many as we need. Okay. Do you have a guess or do you want multiple choice? No, I want multiple choice. All but right. I'll start throwing out guesses if we're going to be guessing no, a lot. We will go to multiple choice. Option A, the region. Option B, the green certification. Kren, green certification. Is correct. Correct. Bonus point. Why did he think they should put the green certification? Kren, it shows they're environmentally conscious. Is correct. correct. All right. Kren got two points for that one. So it is currently three to four. Bissy has three. Corinne has four. How, the final question. How is wine stored to allow it to breathe before being served? Corinne. <laughs> I think Bissy got in first. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, go I for think it, she Bissie. was in just a bit before me. In cedar barrels? Not correct. Corinne. In oak barrels? Not correct. <laughs> <laughs> in barrels. Okay. Multiple choice. We both guessed one. Multiple choice. Okay. Option A, piccolo. Option B, barrel. Option C, decanter. Option Corinne. D, Bordeaux. Corinne, decanter. Correct. Is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you were asking, but yes, okay. Yes, the question was stored to allow it to breathe before serving. Yes. You store it in a barrel to get it to breathe before right. serving. Right, you pour it, you pour it in pour a it decanter. A decanter. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. All right, Corinne pulled that one out, five to three, but that was a very that well was a played, good game. close game, you two. Nicely done. It's time to move into our movie review of Romance at the Vineyard, um, again, which we watched a week ago. We watched it a week ago. It premiered a couple weeks ago, um, and that we did enjoy. Uh, we It was funny because we are not really wine drinkers, any of us, and so to watch a movie that was so focused on the development of wine and just the different types and such. I feel like we did learn a lot, but we're, we're just novices. As you probably gathered during our trivia yes. game that we just <laughs> Oak uh, <barrel>. played. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. No, we're, we're definitely not. It was interesting experts. though. And I have visited and gotten a tour of a local vineyard. And yeah. um, so I felt like even when she was talking about like the barrels they were storing it in and some of the processes they did back there, I remember hearing about it at the other vineyard. You gave it more. 
I don't know, relevance to me. Yeah. And I've maybe, I've been wine tasting maybe twice in my life. Yeah. But even that, I, you know, there's just so many details that you don't really know. Krista, have you even ever drinking wine? Uh, I, no, mm -mm. usually if I smell it, I can't swallow it. So I think the most I've drinking of wine would be like a sip or two here or there. Yeah. (laughs) Just not a wine person. Never really have been. Yeah. So it's just not. But anyway, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool to learn. I feel like we, we learned a lot. Which I'm always so what was the movie about? Yeah. So the movie, the premise is that she works the, she being Susie Abermite's character, Ali, mm-hmm. Ali, Ali. I remember it was Alexandra. <laughs> I want to say Ali because of Ali from <laughs> Christmas is not canceled. <laughs> Shout out to her Christmas is not canceled right. family. <laughs> Which I bet she gets the converse a lot. But anyways, so Ali, she works at this vineyard with her brother and their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they own it. And they uh, they mess up one of the wines. Yeah, the one that they were going to release to a big like uh, box brand store, right? Harry's yeah. or Henry's or something. And they had a deal with them to give them all their award-winning wine, right? Because yes. it had won an award, but then they messed it up. Something with oak barrels. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember exactly, exactly what happened, was. but they it got messed up. Too much oak or something. And so it was gonna like totally ruin their their wine. This was gonna be their main wine. And at the same time, you've got this male lead, Tim Ross's character. Does anyone remember his character's name? Well, Greg. Greg. That's what he called himself. Oh, his real yeah. name was Ethan. Ethan. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Yes, he shows up because he's been put on the assignment by his company, Wine Inc. Wine Inc. <laughs> <Bevmo>. from <laughs> LA to go to the vineyard and convince them to sell because they've been purchasing all the different vineyards in the area. Mm-hmm. And because they won all the rest of the awards except for the one that their Pinot Noir had won. That's exactly right. Yes, they had. That's right. Wine Inc. had mm-hmm. won all the awards except mm-hmm. for this one. So they're like, go buy this vineyard. So he goes undercover and he meets Susie's character. Ali and and he I keep wanting to say Ali. That's what you gotta correct me if I say it. <laughs> just say meets, just say Al. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He meets Al and he tells her that his name's Greg because he wants to be on the cover. Doesn't want her to know. Great so. choice too. If I got to pick any name, I'd pick Greg for my undercover yes. name. Which we find out at the end was his dad's name, right? Uh, yes. Was it? Yeah. 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 Right. So but they slipped that in, which was good because the whole time I was thinking, like, Why? where did he come up with this name, Greg? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, not that there's but anything then, wrong with the name Greg, just yeah. very randomly <laughs> included. And then he ends up helping them create a new a wine blend. To sell. Mm-hmm. They're going to create this blend of some white wines that mm-hmm. will then replace the major Pinot Noir. And they do end up creating one that tastes good. Takes a while. They experiment a lot. Well, they experiment like three times each <laughs> session, and then take breaks. And then he learns more about the vineyard, and he falls in love with both her and the idea of this family vineyard. Mm-hmm. And so he decides that he's going to help them become successful without the funds of Wine Inc. Yes. And he promotes this idea of, well, he tried to get his company to do it, but they were not interested because they're evil and bad. With oh, a my goodness. lead lady with a yes. tight bun and really intense and dark red lipstick and suits all around her. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. very stereotypical. And she just wanted to buy the vineyard and she was going to make turn it into these other commercial industries. Mm-hmm. And they with but giant Ferris wheels and loud party yes. buses. Yes. <laughs> oh, the audacity. But his friend who owns a restaurant and also likes to serve local wines, mm-hmm. he, unique local wines, he decides to come alongside and he's going to help them be successful without all those 
that. So. Mm -hmm. And a partnership instead of a buyout. That's right. Where they still will be in charge, not just employees. Exactly. Converse. Tight bun lady said they would be employees. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. If you haven't watched it, right? She just walks in like Corella DeVille. Very intense. Yes. It was hard to tell that she was going to be the main the villain. villain of the story. <laughs> and by hard to tell, I, of course, mean it was super obvious. Yep. It was some of her on-the-nose comments, too, of like, we don't care about people. We only care about money. I mean, it was that exact thing, but it was essentially, <laughs> Might oh, as well. Might yes, as well and she wanted to buy, just close me this deal so I can buy my new vacation home in, yes. <laughs> in Bora Bora. Yeah. Bora Bora. Oh <laughs> uh, let's get in and out of there so I can get to my new vacation home. <laughs> yes. So we loved the villain character who was very much a villain. And then it all gets wrapped up. They make some deals. This was kind of an interesting part too, right? And then all of a sudden, her grandparents, I mean, not all of a sudden, it was something they talked about putting her in charge, right, of the vineyard. Oh my god. And they tell her at the end, you're now in charge. But they tell her that, and then also they tell her, and we also just made this deal with this company, and then something right. else that they had made a decision about. They hired him. Oh, They yes. hired this guy. <laughs> they hired uh, Ethan's character. Yeah. And so then it felt like, well, wait. If you're going to put her in charge, let her make those decisions. She's right there and available to be a part of those decisions. Yes. Yeah. So, in fact, or at least to the like, degree that the friend, the restaurant friend, took the grandparents <laughs> into the barn to have a private conversation without her, she could not be a part. Right. And then five minutes later, she's in charge, and congratulations, we made these huge business decisions yes. without you. Yes. So. That part maybe could have been cleaned up a little bit, at least just to include her in they it. They were going for the big reveal moment of like, dun, dun, everything's dun. happening and it's all working out without, you know, wanting her to be in the negotiations of the nitty gritty yeah. of it all working out. Right. But it was sweet. I loved the leads. I love Susie and I thought Tim did a great job. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned there were a couple times in his deceit of who he was that were a little bit like on the nose of expressions that he gave like off to the side and it seemed yes. a little obvious it was so obvious and the facial expressions that they had him make and I'm not sure if that was him just accidentally overacting a little bit or if and then nobody told him or if it was a direction or, yeah know. that they said now look like you're you know trying Hiding to hide something, something or <laughs> And it was so bad. That was, that was my one, like, oh, that was really cringy. Mm -hmm. That's if, like, I mean, we might get to improvements and stuff at the end, but I'm just going to say it up front. That would be my improvement of it. Yeah. Was his interactions with his lying because it yeah. was just like, okay, they would have caught this. Right. She would have seen him going, ooh, <laughs> I'm so sneaky. Like, he would just make these faces that were just dreadfully... And she'd be looking right at him. Right. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my God. And then just kind of let it pass. Yeah. Like, because sometimes even they'd have her react of like a question, like, yeah. what was that? But then wouldn't actually ask the question. I wonder why he made that question. weird face right when after he said, he works for a juice company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That was funny though. And then she mentioned that again later. <laughs> that was funny when she brought it back the, up. The recall yes. to his juice company that he said he worked for. Yeah. Um, but the grandparents were cute. They had interesting accents that I think they're Australian and couldn't figure out how to hide it. Or I felt like maybe they could have just written in that they were Australian, but they never really addressed it unless I missed that. Yeah, because I think they were supposed to be Italian. 
I think that really? they were trying to do Italian accents, right? Isn't that what we kind of thought oh, at the end? Maybe. I thought that, yeah, kind of based on some of the... It's just like an interesting blend of an accent, right? There's yeah. a little bit of Australian... Almost to the point that sometimes it was hard to understand, especially yes. the grandma. Yes. Right. So they were cute, and they did a good job with their lines. The accents were just a little bit hard yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Would have been nice just right in the Australian right. accent, I think. I and it, I feel like that would have been easy enough to make part of the story. You can yeah. be an Australian winery owner, you know? Yeah. Like they moved from Australia. Because I think it was based in California, which was cool, but just yeah. moved from Australia. The other main person in the movie was... Margot Robbie's yes. brother. Yes. Yes. Little Easter egg there. What was Al's brother? I forget his name, but we looked that up and realized he was related to Margot Robbie. So who's super big right now because she just starred in a, in a hot summer release. <laughs> Chris was like, "You'll never guess who he's related to." I and then didn't, didn't give me think, a chance to guess. <laughs> I didn't think Bissy would ever guess. I forgot Margot Robbie's kind of a hot commodity right now. So, whoops. But that was yeah. cool. And I thought he did a good job. He did. Yeah, he did a great job. Honestly, they they all did a, a good job. So, and I think they should bring back the friend, the restaurateur, um, and have him star in a movie because he, you know, did a good job in what he had. And yeah, he offers something that not all their leads have. So, <laughs> <laughs> definitely make it happen. He did do a good job. Yeah. Anything else that? Sit out. Talk about the movie? I mean, I thought uh, there was a warmth to it, right? I know I've talked about this a lot with other great American productions, but I love when it's theirs because there's a different tone on the movie. And even with like some of the stereotypes that are just super on the nose within it, it's cozy and like it felt very summery all the way through. Their mm-hmm. costumes were very intentional. Um, the complimentary colors that they put them in, the scenery, the sunsets. Yeah. I just thought they did a good job with it. Yeah. And even as much as we laugh about the villain being with the tight bun and the suit and yeah. stuff, it's like, okay, it's part of is, it. Yeah. That's part of the, that there's this hard line of right. where the bad guys are. Right. And I don't mind the bad guys being corporations from LA. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not too. All right. Anything, any other general conversations? Then we should do favorite part. What was your favorite part? So I can lead off with this one. Early on in the movie, they were showing, I think it was when they first introduced the friend of Greg slash Ethan. And we were all like, because they're talking on the phone and we're all looking at each other like, where is this guy's phone? Oh, that's right. Because they had not shown it. And then one ear wasn't really shown. So we're thinking, oh, maybe it's a Bluetooth. Then they show it. There's no Bluetooth. We're sitting there like, they better show where his phone is right at the end of the scene. He goes over and I think he like hung up the phone or did something and it had been sitting on the table. And that for me, I was like, okay, good. Because if they hadn't included that detail, that would have bothered me the rest of the movie. So I appreciated that they took the time to show the cut with the phone, with it on speakerphone, all of that type of thing. And as a side note, sometimes they'll have phone scenes in movies where they don't really pay attention to the detail. Uh Uh-huh. And the person will be talking on their phone and it will be like lit up and you can see that they're not actually on a phone call. So I appreciated the attention to detail there. Yes, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Do you have a favorite part, Corinne? Yeah, I think I really liked the, some of the production aspects, such as the scenery and the music, the background music, Mm -hmm. I remember thinking was a quality that sometimes is missing. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I I think that was one of my favorite parts too. I like the costuming and their complimentary colors and the summery colors. But I think too, I, I remember enjoying when they, the two of them went to set up the games and had a little conversation. And I felt like it was comfortable, like it wasn't super awkward. I think they had um, an interrupted kiss moment, mm-hmm. which is also a classic of Hallmark and mm-hmm. great american um bingo card yeah entry there <laughs> and your bingo card for your movies but it was cute and I, I think i do just really like the two of them so it was a moment that was just them and they got to carry the scene and yeah portray some emotional development between the two so i enjoyed that part yeah how about one thing to change your biggest improvement i already did mine with the uh, his interaction with his deceit um i don't know how this fits in but it was a scene that just struck me as a little bit funny and it was when they were doing the foot stomping with the grapes mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think part of it like they were going for humor so and they had the whole thing where he opens the barn door and he's wearing his overalls but it was also like okay why is he why does he have to wear the overalls and yeah. then they had these scenes where I don't know. It just, I, I couldn't quite tell what they were going for, if it was supposed to be funny, because then they were playing it kind of sincere. And and then, like, all of a sudden, everyone's there, like her brother's talking to them, and the, yes, and the grandparents, the grandparents are both talking to them. It was like, wow, okay, this this was interesting. I've, it almost felt like they had those two authentic outfits, and they were like, how can we fit these into our movie? Oh, we'll have them wear them while they're doing yeah. some grape stomping. But, you know. It, it just struck me as funny. I don't know necessarily how I'd change it. Just one of those things. Shoot, I totally had one. Oh, I think if if one thing, when they would go to work on the wines, right, and we talked about it, and they'd, like, barely work, or it seemed like they would barely work, right? I think they, finally, at the end, when they got to the main one, they showed more a montage of them trying different things. Mm-hmm. I also thought, side note, that it would be funny. I think Krista or somebody mentioned, like, if the one that ended up being good was them, the the bucket that they dumped all the bad ones in. I really yes, thought that was going to be it. Oh, wow, this is really good. Because <laughs> they would try it, well, and if it kept, didn't work, they'd dump it into the the bucket. And they <laughs> kept showing that cut of the thing pouring down the drain. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, this Which is going to have meaning, but yeah, no. <laughs> all their fails. So they, again, they showed like, oh, real effort here at the end, but... Um, I think in the other times when they were supposed to be trying and working on it, it just didn't, it didn't seem like they were actually trying very hard because yeah. they'd go in, they'd barely try, they'd talk a little bit and then they'd leave. It was like, well, if you're, if you were really dependent on getting this to be successful, then you would be in there more yeah, right? and you working would, on it more. You would get absolutely hammered trying to make the perfect wine. <laughs> like at some point they have to take breaks. So, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> They were drinking a lot of it. You're right. You're right. I actually agree that I'm not chiming in a ten because that was going to be my rating. So, but I'll, uh, I'll come up with something else. You didn't know. And I can't use it comes up else. So that's. I was trying to think if I could still use that or not. But I do agree. I really laughed at the points when they'd be going into work and then they'd do like three things and then done. Yeah. Now it's time for a break. <laughs> they had to go cleanse their palate. For that's the right. Time. That's right. Have some cheese with there. They could stomp some snacks. Stomp some more grapes. To... Speaking of which, did they eat that much? Uh, Do you ever remember really watching them eat in this movie? Maybe some breakfast? Yeah, yeah Grandma made breakfast. Although, at, I think at one point he said, like, oh, just a, 
cup of coffee or it was something where he didn't really yeah. want food. Interesting. I don't think I'd really realize that. I remember yeah. it because of the coffee. Because a lot of times at wineries, <laughs> they had family dinner. They have like cheese or they did have family dinner. Oh, together. okay. Because they talked about some family stuff and he was with them. Yes. Okay. That does ring a bell. Anyways. Okay. Moving into our ratings. Um, let's go. Christy, you want to go first? I would love to go first. My rating is one very short scarf worn by the grandmother. Oh my gosh. Yes. Which, right. I also kind of loved it, but it was like really short. It, I couldn't tell what kind of <laughs> scarf it was supposed to be, but I was, I was there for it. She was accessorizing. She I was. Speaking of accessories, my rating is five fantastic hats that both Allie and her brother wore. I loved Allie. Had a hat on a couple of times. I am also just personally a fan of hats. I had a history. <laughs> I was going to say. With hats. What so, you guys know is that this is a hat person. She is him. a hat person. For a period of time, wore this white hat all the time. She rocked that a good hat. white hat. Okay. We just loved But I loved Allie's hats. And with the outfits too, um, it really felt very Australian. And I think because I knew she was in yes. Australia. In the Outback. Like, <laughs> yes, I forget what I kept saying when she would come on with her little outfit. And then her brother kept showing up in a little cowboy hat. And I just, yeah. it was fantastic. It was. Good detail. Yeah. So five hats. Love it. My rating is one vacation home in Bora Bora in reference to the, to yes, vacation the evil boss <laughs> who was in, yeah, who wanted to get her vacation home. That's why she needed to in make Bora this sell. So my question for you guys is, if you were getting a vacation home, where would you buy your vacation home? Well, not Bora Bora. I might be neighbors with that boss. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also, I don't even really know where Bora Bora is. Neither do I. That's a great point. I I could guess it's either in the Caribbean or the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> to really yes. narrow it down. It's probably, is it? <laughs> <laughs> So no, where would you get your vacation home? I think if I had to get a vacation home, I... See, it's tough because sometimes I think the beach. Mm-hmm. And I think I would love a vacation home on the beach. But I also love the mountains. And my heart is telling me in Truckee is where I would get a vacation home. Oh. So, but up in the mountains. Yeah, who knows? Truckee, Northern California, just... Yes, mountainous region, cold, one of the coldest places in California. And for us living in one of the warmest places in California, it seems very appealing. Yeah, great place to go. I would actually, so I, sorry, side note, did look up Bora Bora and it's kind of off the coast of Australia. Wow. (laughs) Well, is it in the Pacific or the Indian Ocean? Uh, South Pacific. (laughs) Okay. It's in French Polynesia. Oh, yeah. You know okay. yeah. Um, vacation home. I think maybe I'd pick Hawaii because it's beautiful Hawaii. and sunshiny and the weather is always amazing. Yes. Yes. I would have said Hawaii. I do feel for the people in Hawaii right now and been praying for them yes. with the wildfires that are going on there. But Yeah. I would pick, uh, I should have had an answer for this. <laughs> I just want to hear what you guys said. No, I, I'm torn. So I think I would pick one in like Ireland or Scotland. Oh, yeah. Do that because then we can all go visit. That's right. Other. Exactly. Different. And this I'm thinking that can... I wanted to pick somewhere else, like different from where mm-hmm. you guys picked for mm-hmm. that reason. Because we could always go to each other's homes. Because I would think Hawaii. But then if you already have one there, exactly. then I'm going to pick one in another country. Yes. Exactly. And how awesome would that be? Because that's like a totally different climate and experience over there too. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people in the U.S. will get 
vacation homes in Mexico, but I don't think I really want one there. I know. But I guess they're pretty affordable. Yeah, well, and the climate wouldn't be that much different probably from where we live in California, so. Yeah. All right, very good. Thanks for joining us for another Great American Conversation. Thanks to everyone who joined us for another Great American Conversation. We hope you enjoyed listening, and if you are so inclined, please make sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave a review to help us continue to grow. We also would love to hear from you on Instagram, so follow us at Great American Conversations. Thanks again, and remember, join the family, join Join the the conversation. conversation.